Brian took your advice back in August and I got, and got mini educator. Best advice I've gotten layer in e-collar and my GSD is doing awesome now. So thanks. So Brian, that's also code word for you did all the hard work. So thank you. So I appreciate it. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Yeah! <laughs> hey, everybody. How are you? How are you, Joel? I'm good. Besides having chapped lips. My lips are wicked chapped. And you stole the last chapstick. No, I didn't. There's always one in here. That's the I one I took, it. and that's the one that no, you took. No, the one in Texas we bought. That was a new one. Okay, but the one that I had was in my pocket, and you you pilfered that, too. Anyway, hi, everybody. How are you? It's Jeff Gellman of Solid Canine Training. This is the What Would Jeff Do show, and this is the lovely Joelle. Um, we've been traveling, traveling a lot. Yeah. Real lot. We got back last night. I'm still tired. You're still tired. I haven't gone food shopping. I have no food. Zero. Zip. You should have raided the fridge Zilch. here. Yeah. I got some bananas and some grapes and some. Uh, I know I ate those today. Oh, she ate my food. So now yeah. I got no food. <laughs> Nothing. You're welcome. <laughs> so hi everybody, and this is the what would you? What would the Jew? We did it's a Jewish show. <laughs> it's a Jewish show. You have Who a Jewish show. Yeah, it's a Jewish show. We talk about Hanukkah. Yom Kippur. <laughs> what would the Jew do? <laughs> what would the Jew do? What would the Jew do? I pay half. I'd have. What's I'd, Hanukkah? I'd have. I pay half price for the boarding train. That's what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> so uh this is a what would jeff do show and i hope everyone's doing okay and um busy busy week it's a problem solving show and uh we talk about how to solve problems and i'm gonna scream another random shit <laughs> well mostly how to solve problems and we just came off of a, a nice little consulting gig and then a seminar gig seminars are called jeff gelman seminars we have two more three more coming up we've got ramona california phoenix arizona and then back here in Providence for the day after Christmas, we're gonna make it hard for everybody to get here. When you go want to be going shopping, you'll be learning how to work on your dog instead. A lot of this stuff, and then we have a training center and uh, the training center, we do a little bit of everything, young puppies up to the most aggressive dogs. One of the things that we talk a lot about on the show is how to correct a dog, how to stop an unwanted behavior. Mm -hmm. So we talk about the word punishment a lot. Punishment is not abuse, it's been hijacked. It is the opposite of a reward. It's it's also called common sense. Mm -hmm. And for all the people out there that are preaching, you never have to say no to your dog. A correction will make your dog worse. A correction will make your dog more aggressive. For some weird reason, not correcting your dog makes it worse. Not correcting your dog makes it aggressive. That's all we keep seeing. And we're the ones in the trenches. So you believe some imagined harm person that's never done it, or you going to believe the people that are actually doing it every day. And... Um, well, that's just creating a loaded cannon ready to fire. Yeah. And Never seen that. 2050 when the dog's been dead for 30 years. Maybe it'll fart, you know. So here we go. Okay. Ask your questions down in the comment box. And if you're on YouTube, you can do a top chat, which gets to the top of the chat. Welcome to all the people on Facebook Live, on YouTube Live, on Twitch Live. And then welcome for all the people listening to the replay. And for all the people listening to the podcast, thank you very, 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 very much. And um, summer was good. I like your teaching modules. Thanks. It was good. And we did a nice consulting job in Texas, and which was a humongous part of it. And you did some damn good consulting. So really, really thank you so much. 
So here we go. Consulter. Kathy B. Hey, everyone. Hey, Kathy. Are you going to change your... Yeah, maybe I will. Cons consulter extraordinaire. Consulter extraordinaire. Right. Everything else you got rid of. I was the social media extraordinaire. No, that's gone. It's gone. Dog trainer, gone. Gone. <laughs> I don't tell people I'm a dog trainer. Are you kidding me? I know Jeff. Gone. <laughs> gone. So, Kathy B. Hi, how are you? I'm going to be incognito. Yeah, right. Samson said, nice to be here. Nice to have you here, Samson. Melissa said, good evening all. Hey, Melissa. Thanks for being here. Julie said, hi, guys. Hey, Julie. Uh-oh, just bumped started bumped and getting bumped. bumped already. Vincent, anything to help with separation anxiety? He's fine when we leave the house, but he will whine and cry when we're in a separate room. That's actually easier, ironically. So get yourself a remote collar, put it on the dog, make the act of whining and crying suck. And Sounds like Wes. Unfortunately, you will hear that it will make it worse. Mm -hmm. For some unknown weird reason... Thousands of times, we've only seen it stop. So I don't know why people keep saying it'll make it worse because we see the opposite. Next. Um, Thomas, hi guys. Hey, Thomas. Megan, hi guys from Megan, Finley, and Jax. Hey, how are you, Megan? She said, hope you guys had an awesome weekend in Texas. Can't wait to see some footage on the Patreon and get schooled. Yeah. Except there's not a lot of footage from Texas because it was windy as fuck. We had an um, interesting Texas seminar because the first day we had it at this wonderful ranch. We might have got some good stuff from day two. And we and we rented a nice tent, which we couldn't use because it was blowing so hard. Literally. And the second, second day we went across the street to another ranch, 400 acre ranch. Thank you so much, Chloe. Um, and we did it inside. Um, that's how big this ranch is. We actually did it inside the living room of the ranch. And um, that was better. Mm -hmm. That was better. Melissa posted the link to, oh, hold on. Tiffany said, what's up, guys? Wink says hi. Thanks again for popping up in Austin. Really appreciated getting the chance to see you guys. You're welcome. Did Wink's really say hi? Nice. Wink's got bonked. Yep. She did great, though. She did fantastic. Melissa posted the link to Jeff Gelman Seminars. Jacob, Jeff, why do you say dog parks do more harm than good? Because it's the truth. That's why. Because most dogs that struggle with bad behavior, okay, let me rephrase this. A lot of dogs learn bad behavior from dog parks. That's why. Now, meanwhile, if you want to go to the dog park, Jacob, and if you have success, if your dog has fun, if you have fun, keep going. Do not stop until the day that your dog gets attacked and an owner says, oh, they're just having fun and your dog is running in fear for its life. So I'm the guy that hears about all the bad dog park experiences. Mm. So my advice is skewed towards stay out of dog parks. Meanwhile, if you talk to somebody that loves dog parks and has success at dog parks, they're going to tell you that dog parks are great. So you're talking to the guy that works with dogs whose bad habits started um, at dog parks. Next. Can I have that water bottle? Joe says, hey, J&J. Hi, Joe. Hey, Joe. How are you? Kelly gave you a heart. Well, thank you, Kelly. Brian says, hey, guys. I'm giving it to you, too. Okay. Kelly gave me a heart. Mm -hmm. Brian says, hey, guys. Hey, how are you, Brian? Smooth operator. Hi there. Hello. Mary, good to be here. Hi, Mary. Mary, it's really good to have you here. Robbie. 
Gosh darn Greeting it. from Melbourne, Australia. Hey, Jeff and Joel. Greetings from Melbourne, Australia. We love Australia. The big AU. I've never been. No, it's nice there. Stephanie. Hi, Jeff and Joel. Love listening. Hi, Stephanie. Stephanie, thanks for listening. I I'm, I'm really appreciate all the folks that listen. I appreciate the people that actually take the knowledge and apply it to their dog. Because I think that's what's important. Um, new Eli's. I have a very small Jack Russell mix, but he has a thin neck with no hair. Has terrible leash manners. Suggestions? Well, suggestions would be to train the dog. So now what, do we, what does that mean? There's a lot of different ways to train a dog. You can have a dog with a thin neck. You can just, first of all, you have to understand dog training. We use tools, but tools communicate the training. Without the training knowledge, the tool is useless. Unless you're talking about stopping certain unwanted behaviors, such as counter surfing, getting in the trash, getting in the litter box, fence fighting, then that doesn't take a skill set. That's easy to fix in a couple of seconds. But as far as teaching obedience, proper leash manners, you still have to know how to train a dog. So that's why for all the folks out there that are saying you use a prong collar because you're too lazy, that's the biggest line of bullshit out there. Use a remote collar because you're too lazy. Really? So... What I would do is I would hand a remote collar to the unlazy person that made the statement and say, show me how to train a dog. They would have no idea what to do. Do you know that we still have to do 500 reps of a command before we say no to a dog on a remote collar? And then we have to proof the command in different situations. And then we've got to put the dog into as many different environmentals as possible. So... If anything, the dogs are becoming more proficient in the obedience than a unremote cow trained dog. Now, that does not mean that there are not dogs out there that don't use tools that are trained very nicely. I know many of them, but they do give humans leverage, and leverage is not laziness. Leverage is help, and it's okay to ask for help. Next. PCBRS, hey J&J, my dog only walks good with a prong or e-collar. Will it get to the point where I don't need it? So, yes, my dogs are fully off-leash trained without any equipment. Big deal. I'm a dog trainer, but that doesn't, all that means is that I just did a lot of reps, did a lot of practice, corrected my dog for not doing it when it should have known to do it. But what I would always suggest if you're off-leash in the woods to have a remote collar on. But what's the rush to get the dog off tools? The rush should be to eliminate the problems. Correct? So if your leash has to be attached to something, why not a prong collar where you can have great communication? If you've got a leash reactive dog, sure. But what happens, what if? Some people out there struggle a lot with dogs, their dogs, their dog's behavior. So to me, having a tool that could be used to help communicate the training. It's just awesomeness. Next. Um, Mimi, during obedience drill, dog gets corrected for breaking a well-known command. Would you still mark it with good when the dog goes back or is guided back in the command after the correction? Um, historically, I do not. Mm -mm. And then also depends on what level you're at. Sometimes that guidance should be minimum. At the beginning of the correction phase, you probably want to help your dog out a lot. But eventually, you want them to help learn how to troubleshoot. Next. Brittany, hi. So incredibly happy Jeff spoke to me today and gave us hope for Gambit. So, Brittany, 
hopefully, that a consult? Hopefully that was on the phone and not like you heard a voice, like you're hearing voices. So, um, but don't worry, Brittany, it'll all be all set. It'll all be good. Seriously, we see dogs like yours all the time. Thanks. Kayla, how would you recommend I get my dog to listen to commands without food? He realizes I do not have treats. He does not listen. So number one, Kayla, take your food bag and put it behind your back and don't have your hand in it. That's the proper way to, that's why people are like, you really can mess up your dog with remote collar. I've seen so many people improperly food train their dogs. Oh yeah. Number one. Hand in the pouch. Your hand is in the pouch and your dog's looking at the pouch. Mm -hmm. So that's, I don't want to say, so that's improper. So what you're going to do is when you're working with a dog that knows a command, you hold it accountable. That's what corrections are for. So after a couple hundred reps of repeating the command, luring, showing, rewarding, it's time to be held accountable. Like, I'm not going to keep paying you to finish your food like parents do with their kids. If you eat your dinner, you'll get dessert. Like, that's where it starts, right there. Next. Um. Smooth operator. Hi guys, my eight-month-old female GSD is afraid of other dogs except our neighbors, who she's known since a puppy, and extremely leash reactive within about 40 feet of other dogs. What steps to take? So there was somebody, I just posted a picture up today on social media, yep. that couldn't get their dog within 50 feet of a dog. And that dog was in, got 50 inches, like try five inches. That dog was told no, and then bonked, the first sign of arousal and then i think for the whole seminar yeah that dog was corrected he never got all. corrected again mm -mm. he was like crossing his little paws yeah like, there's a picture of him right on social media 50 feet he's never been able to get 50 feet in front of a dog within a dog because it was a well-timed well-executed timely bonk at the first sign of loading where most people would say god he's got bad timing that gelman guy it's like, yep, that's why I keep fixing problems. So there's a very specific way on how to bonk. There's a very specific way on how to correct a dog. There's a very specific way on how to reward a dog. So dog training is an art that, though, is anybody can achieve it. Yep. Next. Jordy, hi, Jeff and Joelle. Greetings from Northern Ireland. I'm hey, a big fan. Hey, Ireland. We love it over there. Haven't been there yet, but... We love it. But we love it. We love it. We've Brian. seen the photos. <laughs> Brian. I've seen a brochure. Yeah. Brian took your advice back in August and I got and got a mini educator. Best advice I've gotten. Layer in e-collar and my GSD is doing awesome now. So thanks. So Brian, that's also code word for you did all the hard work. So thank you. So I appreciate it. Man, these dogs are ripping ass. That might be Wes. There has been a lot of um, Flatulence. canine gas being, I don't know, unless that's Angelo. Angelo, yeah. come here. Don't put him on the spot like that. I think it's Wes. He's right there. I have a question for you. What? Are you farting? No. Okay, goodbye. So it's not the key. <laughs> so it's not the kids, so it's got to be the dog. Simply, but on you. 
She knows better. Yeah. Um, Ashley. Oh, hold on. Elise. How do you deal with unfixed male? Insane about female and heat? Best to separate or just correct behavior? I would say both, but I think all depends on the dog. Like, yeah, well, you don't want an right. un, uh, un yeah. I mean, puppy. insane. You can correct a dog, but then again, that's like telling a six-year-old boy to stop being hard. Like, it doesn't quite work that way. Next. Ashley, my dog is very mouthy when we play wrestle with him. He doesn't bite but sometimes gets to be a little too much. Sticking a finger in his throat doesn't really work. He's 14-pound chihuahua mix, but he's feisty. Suggestions? Well, number one, I would bonk him. But number two, be careful what you wish for. Mm -hmm. Like, that's sort of like play fighting and saying, oh, my gosh, you hit me too hard <laughs> on my shoulder. It's like, well, you were play fighting. Dogs do use their mouths. Bert turns into a savage when I wrestle with him. So... What you can do is say no and bark. You absolutely can train mouth pressure for a dog. But, again, some people want everything and sometimes it can't happen. But you absolutely can make it better. Wanda, hi, J&J. Thanks again for the assistance with Viho. Because of your help, we have had an amazing relationship for the past four years. So we help people have good relationships Whoa, with our dogs. shit isn't just a short-term fix. Four years, and there's a the relationship word was in there. Wow! I didn't realize I didn't realize I didn't think that we, we cared about relationships at all. I didn't realize that we built relationships. I'm just being sarcastic because for some weird reason, one of the five thousand four hundred and thirty six hateful comments saying to us that's not total. That's individual ones. There's been millions total. Is geez, we don't help people build relationships, mm -hmm. and most people have a relationship with their dog, but it sucks and it's toxic. Right. But for some weird reason, when you stop the bad behavior, train the good behavior, you can actually start doing stuff better. with your dog. You actually have a better relationship. Josue, I was just notified that I will have a mandatory shift on 12.5. I'm hoping to still make it 12.6. Oh, my God, Josue. Well, I would try to make it for both because the first day is more powerful. Kathy, do you like the e-collar technology set up for four dogs on one remote? That would be the um, easy educator. The easy educator. I'm. Well, your other alternative is Dogtra's. They used to call it the Edge. I don't know what it's called now. Yeah, I mean you you don't you don't you don't have as many choices of what you can do with it, but it's a four dog remote. So yes. Mm. Kristen, hi J and J. Thanks for your time. Texas looked great. Texas was fantastic. The weather change was interesting. One morning, it, we woke up to 36, and it got up to 72. A little doubled in temperature. Was, yeah, I did not pack well at all for that trip. Um, not only that, wind was never, like, we never planned for wind. No. Because it doesn't get windy where we were. Mm -hmm. Next. Amir, my dog cries while she's in the crate all the time. So, Amir, we've got a lot of, that's a very, very common problem, and we've got lots of ways to stop that. Remote collar can stop that. Hitting the top of the, no, hitting the top of the crate, bonking the crate, bonking the dog. Doing, put it this way, you do everything that the books and the gurus and the trainers say you shouldn't do because that'll make it hate the crate. Those are the things you do. Because for some reason... We keep doing them, and we keep dogs, for some reason, to fall asleep in crates happily. Mm -hmm. Next. 
Um, Melissa posted the link to the Patreon channel. Thank you very much. Ashton, hey guys, I'm working on stay with my GSD and he breaks every time he can't see my face anymore. Advice. Well, Ashton, all depends on how many time you've done. So we don't use the actual word stay, which is fine if you do, but it is an English word. The dog doesn't know what it means. But if you worked on it a couple hundred times, you can definitely start correcting for non-compliance. The only way you're gonna get a dog to hold the command is correcting for non-compliance. That's just the way it is. You might not like that concept, but facts don't care about your feelings. That's just the way it is. Denicia, hello guys. At what age should I neuter my Rottweiler puppy? Probably when the word puppy is not in the conversation, but that's a choice. You know, that is a choice. My next male dog, I will not neuter at all, but that's my decision. So, you know, removing the dog's testicles has no purpose. It definitely does not make the dogs non-aggressive. Um, if they're marking, they're probably still going to mark up after the surgery. If they're humping, you can stop that. The only thing they can't do is procreate. You will get a lot of people that will say, well, take out, then the dogs won't get testicular cancer. I don't know the, the numbers on this, but I think a lot of dogs are dying of cancer right now, and I don't think it's the testicular one. But that would just be like any man removing his testicles because he might get testicular cancer. Right. Or taking my rectum out so right. I don't get rectal cancer. Right. Or taking out, like, a lot of things. Right. So on a female, removing things. So... This affects anybody personally. I'm not trying to be disrespectful at all. I'm being actually empathetic. Um, so I think that's such a personal choice. And I'm also a dog trainer, not a vet. Next. Uh, CMM Labradoodle is four and a half months. He snaps and tries to rough play with my husband and son. He does me sometimes, but not as often. I raise my voice. He stops. Wondering how to correct him. How harsh. Well, at four and a half months, so we got 18 week old puppy, I would say no and I would bonk. That will most likely not get better. That will get worse. People often say dogs grow out of it. And my thing is dogs grow into it. They also said, do we bonk his nose? How hard when they snap at us? Chances are you would bonk. We bonk usually on the top of his head. But when they're snapping at you, they're probably, the dog's probably in front of you. So I would say no and then bonk and most likely he'll hit on the nose. Yes. Justin, with the mini educator and two dogs, is there any good reason to use one remote for two callers simultaneously? Well, you can use it at exactly the same time. There's going to be a split second delay because you've got to only you can only hold one button down down at a time. Um, but yeah, you have one less remote to worry about. Next. Denicia, why do people feel you guys aren't as great as you are? I don't get it. Well, I wouldn't consider us great. Let's clear that up. I would just, I would consider us good. I think we're pretty great. I think you're great. I think you're awesome. I think you're awesome. I think you're awesome. So, but I think that we're very good at what we do. I think the hate that I get, Joel doesn't get the hate. This is all Jeff Gelman hates. I think it's a point now where whatever Jeff Gelman does, we hate it. It doesn't make a difference. 
Jeff Gellman saved a puppy. It's like we hate him, but he did it wrong. Why did he only save one puppy instead of two? It's like, well, because there's only one puppy they needed saving. He should have still saved two. He should have found another puppy to save that day. Mm -hmm. um, I think because I speak the truth, I assure you, I know many dog trainers. I know about 1,000 dog trainers that use bonkers, and I know of three that will publicly talk about it. Why do they use bonkers? Because it works. Why don't they talk about it? You'd have to ask them. I know that any experienced dog trainer that works with aggressive dogs, when a dog comes lunging at their face, they're choking the dog out. What else would you do with a dog lunging at your face? Now, that doesn't mean, like the, the rumors say, that I choke dogs out that don't do downstays, but... When you have a hundred pound dog that wants to bite you in the face, your options are slim if you want to stay safe. Mm -hmm. Now that doesn't mean when you choke the dog out, it's passing out, but it means you're doing a self-preservation move. It is actually a highly choreographed, taught, well done move. It should be well done. If it's not well done, then you get bit. And any dog trainer out there that works with aggressive dogs knows how to do it. Like, what else would you do? Allow the dog to bite you? Run away? Create space? No. You fucking hold your arm up like this and you hold the leash up like this. And any dog trainer that works with aggressive dogs knows this. But why they I don't... I never understood that terminology, create space. How do you do that? The dog's coming at it's you. It's coming at you. There's you. So you run away and let it chase you and bite no, you. No, you have instead? to hold. You hold it away from you and you hold it up. So. Oh, I know. Oh, right. But we don't call it creating space. Right. So I think a lot of people are just either inexperienced, they don't own a dog or work with a dog that's in the same league as us, or they feel that their way is the only way. Now I feel that there are lots of ways to do things. So why don't I do it someone else's way? Because. I'm well-practiced the way I do it. Is it the best way? It seems to work. Next. Melissa posted the link to my Patreon. Thank you. Thank you, Melissa. Kayla, bonking the crate works amazing for me. Usually bonk it once and say no, and my dog stops whining and barking. Excellent. Just, Kayla, make sure you say no first and then bonk. Before any correction, you say no. Before any reward, you say yes. Next. Um, Kimberly, hi. Greetings from Belgium. Discovered your Facebook page recently. Any advice on high arousal? Waited out. Our lab doesn't seem to calm down ever unless asleep. I'm going to use the crate again to train calmness. Also, every time I reward with a word or food after doing a command, calm or being calm, she gets very excited again. Right. So I just actually did a post on when food fails. At least I think I did. Or at least I was going to queue it up for tomorrow. When food fails. Food fails, number one, when you don't have a dog that's got food drive. Number two, when it gets the dog over aroused. Bonking stops over arousal. Bonking is not just an aggression protocol. It's for over arousal. So for instance, the dog that we showed in the seven minute video in the private one-on-one -on -one consult was overly aroused and it was whining and whining and whining. You can stop that. You can create calmness whenever you want. It's called calm on command and you can create it. And that's through understanding dog's energy 
and it's not like new age energy stuff. It's just like, you should be able to get your dog to go from high drive to calm in about two seconds. Mm. And that's what we, that's what we train. So just start consuming our content next. Smooth operator. What are you referring to when you say bonk? Thank you for answering my above question. Love this Q and Oh, well, smooth operator bonking is what, just look up Jeff Gelman dog abuser and you'll see what a, what bonking is. Melissa posted the playlist. So bonking is, um, bonking is a rolled up towel and there's no iron pipe in it. Okay. There's no like metal in it or wood or frozen block of ice. It's just a towel. It's just a towel wrapped up. That's all it is. It's a cotton, soft cotton towel and it's wrapped up and it's secured with two elastics and there's a very specific way to make it. There's a very specific way to use it and it's methodical and there's an art to it. Just like every other, just like clicker training, there's an art to it. Just like trick training, there's an art to it. Just like teaching agility, there's an art to it. Bonking, there's an art to it. Next. Mm. Karina, first time catching this live. I usually listen on Spotify. Thanks for all your tips. You guys uh, rock. Thanks for listening on Spotify. Elise, when separating the unfixed male, it sounds like he's going to die. Worried he'll hurt himself trying to get out. Want to breed in the future. So I was hesitant to correct the behavior. Took him to my mom's today, but can't leave him there forever. So I... I've got a feeling if you correct the behavior, that's not going to correct the correct the future procreation. Next. Um, Elise, you're both awesome, by the way. Oh, thank you, Elise. You're awesome, too. CMM said, I think y'all are awesome. Wow. Thank you. Wow. It's like they dress together. They both use the word awesome. Awesome. Thanks. Holding on dog training, jumping on late. Wanted to say, hey, great stuff this past week. Keep speaking the truth. You know, I love y'all. Well, thank you, Ashley. We love you too. We'll see you soon. Robbie, so why do you cop the heat on bonkers? Because you were out there and non-apologetic? Exactly. Exactly. Because people, people have hijacked bonking into abuse. So if I have a dog that attacks dogs. Okay. So here's the thing. So say we've got a dog that attacks dogs. And if anybody has never seen a dog attack, a true dog attack, it's horrific. I mean, it's, it's, it's a horrific sight. It's a horrific sound. The vet bill is horrific. And your credit card is like your credit card prize. Mm -hmm. And your dog could die. So when I take a dog and it's standing next to me, and I know that it's dog aggressive because I either work with it or the owner has told me, and then all of a sudden it loads on a dog and people need to know what loading is. Most people that, that like throw this shit at me don't know what loading is mm -mm. and it's loading. You say no and you bonk. So the appearance is that I'm bonking a calm dog. Dog that's just staring. But I'm not. I'm actually bonking a dog that's thinking of attacking a dog, which is the best time to apply a punisher at the first thought of it. So most people yell and scream to break up dog fights. And I'm like, you realize you don't have to do that. Most people get injured breaking up dog fights. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do that. And it's no different than rehab of drugs or alcohol. So if your best friend or your buddy or you're a sponsor and you're trying to keep somebody sober, why would you let them walk into a bar? Why would you let them go to your dealer's house? And I'm being 100% serious here. 
Your job is to stop them from doing those things, to prevent it, to stop the first sign of it, and then to teach them new things, new coping skills. And that's what we do. Next. Kathy B., if a dog is trying to bite you in the face, chuck a treat, laugh my ass off. I'm just kidding. You have to do whatever to stop it. Actually, if you take a handful of treats and throw them on the ground, as many dog trainers teach, by the way, they will say when you have a leash reactive dog and it's going nuts at another dog, take a handful of treats, throw it on the ground, and the dog will be distracted. Number one, barking at a dog, food reward shows up. Food is historically a positive reinforcer, historically. Unless it was like your mother-in-law's cooking, and then maybe it's not. Shit, maybe that's what we're doing wrong. But other than that, it is a positive reinforcer. So now all of a sudden, unwanted behavior, reward. You will get more leash reactivity. I'm going to try a fruitcake next time. Or let's say your dog likes playing tug. The dog is leash reactive. And then all of a sudden you whip out a tug and you give it to the dog. And now the dog plays tug instead of his leash reactive. Again, did you stop the dog from being leash reactive? Yep, in the moment, but you will not stop leash reactivity. And those are all people that if anything with that tug, you should bonk the dog. But those are folks that don't like to say no to a dog. It's all just an ideology. Dogs can do no harm. And I'm tired of the lies. I'm tired of owners struggling. I'm tired of dogs being put down for reasons that can easily be fixed. So I will continue to speak the truth, no matter how much hate is thrown at me. Next. Janice, I love the bunker. We just introduced our 14-week-old labs to their training collars. They were so funny. But leash training is going so well with them and the training collars. Awesome. Proud of you, Janice. Kimberly, thank you for answering. I've seen the one-on-one -on -one video and the dog instantly snapped out of it. Yep. Yasmin, hi, I have a new foster and to my knowledge has never been on a prong. I put her on a prong for the first time in front of her new mom and she started shaking. Yep. I wanted to show mom how to use it with the dog. Mom didn't want it on the dog because she thought she was scared of the prong. Any suggestions? I tried explaining the dog doesn't have a calm state of mind and hasn't had structure up until now. What would you tell mom? Thanks for all you do. I love you guys. Well, Yasmin, we only work with dogs that and owners that know what we do. So I wouldn't have to be concerned about that conversation. So what I would do is I would have a lot of videos out there and it's not the, it's not the prong that was making the dog shake. It could have been, it could have also been just the dog not being able to do its normal coping skill. Sometimes when you have a dog that's not allowed to behave badly, they shake. It's just the way it is. Or when a dog is processing things, they shake. Or when a dog is not doing an unwanted behavior, they shake. Or maybe the dog has always been a shaking dog, but the owner didn't notice it up until then because the dog was always in motion and now it was actually sitting still. Next. Um, Melissa posted a link to one-on-one -on -one virtual consults with you. Oh, next. Denicia, how do you stop unwanted jumping? I have a video on my YouTube channel on how to stop jumping. It takes two seconds to stop jumping. I can stop a dog from jumping quicker than I can teach a reliable sit. That doesn't mean I suck at teaching a reliable sit. It means that's how quick jumping can be stopped. Literally in two seconds. Next. 
Um, Ace Dog Academy. Love y'all. I wanted to say thanks. You guys helped me in my dog training career. And that's my client so much. I'll save my questions for Patreon. I finally got some. Awesome. Love your dog. Thank you. PCBRS. How many potty breaks do you give your dogs? I don't like counts. I mean, my personal dogs. Well, we hike in the woods. They can pee as much as they want. Mm -hmm. And then the. Before we the, go. The, the 10 hours after that. Probably three tops no mine go out five times a day okay so you do, you do five and i do three i feel like we all go out at the same times mm -mm. yeah. okay um kathy bonking while loading is the same sort of thing as correcting a puppy for getting ready to bite you so effective yep it's getting it's bonking is the precursor to the bad behavior that's when you bonk and folks need to understand that when you bonk a dog that's already actively exhibiting the bad behavior, it is not as effective. And that's the, probably the, one of the bigger things that I get also comments that Gelman's got bad timing. Sorry, I've got impeccable timing. And if people paid attention to the timing, they'd have more success with bonking. Next. Erin, mm, I love your video on how to become a trainer. I'm thinking about getting the ball rolling. In my country, dogs are put down daily because of incompetence, ignorant people. Where do I start? Start by working with lots of dogs. Start by working with lots of dogs and then start by also working on your people skills. You wanna have really, really good people skills so you can make sure that you can communicate your information to people in a way they understand and work with lots of dogs. I can't stress that enough and learn as many different training modalities as you can. Next. Um, Becky, hi guys. Sometimes we use a roll of paper towels for bonker. You can, you can, absolutely. I mean, this is the thing, like your grandma and your great grandma and your great great grandma. Grandma. And all the grandmas that preceded them have been throwing shit at your dog forever. Dog is barking at the window, they looked around, they grabbed something and they threw it at them. And when we stopped that in the 1970s and 80s, when everybody became like a snowflake, and that's not a political term, it means sensitive, overly irrationally sensitive, emotional for no apparent reason. I can get you the exact thing. All you gotta do is look on Wikipedia. Next. Aaron, also, do you do one-on-one -on -one sessions at all? Patreon? Yep, I do one-on-ones on, -ones on um, you, we do a ton of one-on-one -on -one online consults and you can go to our website for that. And you can also, on Patreon, we also offer them at a certain level, but you can also do them on um, our shop in our on our website, next. Samson, does a bonker have the same effect as a high-level e-collar correction? And no, it does not. No, it does not. It has a, a different... We have dogs that blow through high-level remote collar corrections. We have dogs that don't care about the high-level remote collar corrections. A bonker is, is, is a whole other animal. Now, could you get the same results? Sure. Absolutely. And we don't take bonkers out of the house usually. 
um, we do the pre-walk bonk, but the remote cower you can take anywhere. So, and all we're really teaching is the dog is the word no. We're doing more than that, but the gist of it is you're teaching the dog the word no. That's the important part. Next. Karina, my grandma used the chancla. Chanclas have been around since the beginning of flip-flops. Yes. Probably before that, house slippers. Yeah, anything on your foot. Chancla. Yeah, anything. There's a whole- La chancla. Have the, you guys watched the videos on that shit? It's hysterical. The, there's a whole series of videos on that. Mm -hmm. There's some pretty funny videos. There are. When we did our little chancla mm -hmm. montage, there was some really, really funny stuff. Yeah. We should find that chancla thing. Melissa, will you find the chancla video? We'll post it tomorrow. It's going to stir the pot. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I've been putting up bonking stuff almost every day. Yeah. Because the reason why I do it is because I'm not going to run and hide. Mm -hmm. Fuck it. All these people want to give me shit about it. I'll just throw it in your face. Success story after success story after success story after success story. You can try to discount it. You can hate it. But to Todd, Todd is the dog that I worked with and yep. his owner who messaged me the day after or two days after or maybe three days after who walked her dog past the neighborhood arch the nemesis, nemesis for the first time in two years. Um, you can't discount that. No, you really can't. And there was no bonking involved no. during that session. No. The dog was just in a better state of mind. Mm -hmm. the, 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 the leash reactivity and the leash reactivity and the whining, the arousal, was incredible and by the time we started filming it had toned down mm -hmm. that dog i couldn't even hear myself talk or hear her yeah, talk it's obnoxious yeah next kathy hell yeah i've watched i've used flip-flops as corrections for a really long time even with horses yeah i think people need to understand that that <laughs> horses are some big ass animals yeah i'm, I'm posting a bunch of horse photos and um, I couldn't help myself yeah I'm the ones I took yeah I know you couldn't they were so beautiful her horse was prettier than like any human being I've ever met his hair was so luscious and blonde it was a good looking horse he was a Belgian draft it was a really good looking horse yeah and you took hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of photos of that horse he loved the camera he came right up to it He's like, um, yes, take my picture. I'm going through those. I'm like, okay. I'm going through those photos and I'm like, click, 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 horse, horse, horse. I'm like, oh, the horse moved a quarter of an inch. Oh, it moved another quarter of an inch. It moved another quarter of an inch. It's almost like, yeah, um, you know those flip books you make in it's school? It's because I shoot on burst. I know you do. So it's like, yeah, there's going to be a lot of photos of like something that looks the same. No, they're quarter of an inch separate. Okay. So but I got some good... um. There was a couple of dogs that we brought up to the horse that were afraid of the horse. So I've got that queued up. I'd be scared of him too. If I was a dog. He's a big ass horse. Well, you probably should be. Yeah. He's friendly though. We just wanted to say hi. Yeah. Really friendly horse. Next. Um, Michelle P. Hello. Missed you guys. Hey, Michelle P. How are you? Yeah, we missed being here. We had really, we had some 
crappiest Wi-Fi. The worst at both our places in Texas. Do you guys not have good Wi-Fi down there or something? No, I mean, the second place had 5G, but it wasn't bad. But it still was not the 5G we're used to. No. Definitely not. I wonder if they can call it 5G, but it's not really 5G. It wasn't that great. Yeah. Um, Keulani, I have a chihuahua over for a boarding train. He flips on his back like he's submitting when he doesn't want to do something that attacks you if you try to pick him so, up move him. How can I fix this? Sounds like a fucking chihuahua to me. You can take the leash and start moving. Not too many chihuahuas will let you drag them across the floor on their back. You know. You can also bonk them. No, bonk. If that's the precursor to a bite, I'd correct that. Mm -hmm. And that's what they do. Mm -hmm. That's literally what they do. You know who did that today? Big ass Enzo. I'm like, I'm not falling for your tricks. Yeah, dogs do that. They're like, oh, I'm going to pretend <laughs> I'm scared. But if you reach for me or if you pet my belly, I'm going to bite you. Yeah. Yeah. I think he truly just wanted me to. And I'm like, hell no, dude. He's just like sort of goofy these Some days. Some dogs you can't got you can't you can't take a chance. No, never. I've never pet a dog in its belly since I've worked here. Nope. I don't care how much I trust the damn dog. That's that's a <laughs> trick. It's a common trick. <laughs> Chomp. I watched a documentary last night with a with an alligator that gets birds, it captures birds. And when the birds are building their nest, they go in and they take twigs. They take sticks out of like the marshes. This is the Everglades, mm -hmm. in the Florida Everglades. So what the alligators do is they put these sticks across their nose. Oh my God, they're Literally, smart like they'll that? They'll put a stick across their nose on purpose. Like how many times have you ever seen an alligator with a stick across its nose? I mean, it definitely was intended. So the sticks across their nose and then they know it because they're waiting for these birds, herons maybe, or I don't know, some bird to fly down and to grab it. They're like, oh, look, there's a stick floating in the in the water. I'm going to grab that to build my nest. So the bird flies down to grab the stick, and then the alligator, boom, nails it. Holy shit. And alligators have brains the size of, like, Walnuts. a walnut. Damn. Yeah. They fucking figured out how to kill a bird. It's like, when you're an alligator, how do you kill a flying animal? Put a stick on your nose. Put a stick on That's your nose. That's crazy. How do they even know that? They're just like excellent observers or something. How do they figure that out? Probably because at first they went after birds going for the stick. They were too slow for that. The birds were too quick. And then they probably said, they probably all got together at their weekly meeting. They said, guys, we watched this like video. It's like how-to video on YouTube. How to catch birds. Yeah. Put a stick on it. So, like, if we're going to be on TV, we might as well look smart. Yeah. Next. Martha, my dog whines and screeches on a structured walk whenever she sees another dog. I can't bonk outside. Can you advise me? You can do the pre-walk bonk to set the no bonk, get the, get become valuable to your dog. Watch my video on driveway drills. I'm yawning a lot here. Watch my video on driveway drills. Do that. And then... Get yourself a remote collar, no, and then correct. Also, you can walk on a walk if you sort of set it up with a friend, like in a backyard somewhere, your driveway. Next. Kathy, horses are beautiful. Dogs and horses have always been my favorites. The horses Me are too, beautiful. Kathy. Horses really are. 
This horse was really beautiful. Sid, I bonked Reggie, my GSD, for crate nonsense. He lay down and shut up. Wonderful. It's funny how that works. Funny how that works. Now, everybody else would say you shut your dog down. It's like, no, I just shut my dog up. God. But, I'm <laughs> sorry, that is Wes. Okay. He ate like a half a duck today. You, 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 it's so bad. You gotta blame. That's it. That you gotta take accountability for your dog. Normally, you try to blame my dogs, but that is that's Wes. Wes is right behind us. That's and his farts are wafting up my nose. In fact, my, I haven't seen him like poop really today. Fact, my my nose hairs are curling. It's really bad. It's really bad. David, oh it's, it's beyond bad. <laughs> Following Jeff's lead, I'm donating training to a family in need. Dad has health issues and bills. First sensing tomorrow morning. Thank you for encouraging me to give away service. Feels good. Yeah, I think everybody right now, everybody right now should be giving away all their knowledge. I'd like to big put a big call out, a big... Um, a big shout out to all the mental health professionals out there mm. and please, 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 please put out videos for um, probably starting at eight to 10 years old for teenagers, for college students, for young professionals, for parents, for everybody on some simple things that they can, that they can do to learn how to cope with all the stress that's going on right now and make them short and put them out with no obligation of anything in return. So you're not putting them out there to get business from it. Um, and on the flip side, on the flip side, for all my mental health professional people out there, please, if you're not doing virtual consults, please set yourself up for that. Because there's a lot of people now that either don't have access to uh, mental health, um, uh, access to good mental health people, or um, they don't have the budget for it, and they maybe you can be a lower cost because you're sitting at home, you know, talking, you know, you know, talking. So, um, and then also, I'm sure your business has been affected, possibly in a negative way. Even though more, more than more, more and more people need mental health right now, but they just can't get to you, or they don't want to leave their house, mm. or they're not allowed to leave their house, or you're not allowed to be open. So you probably are though. It probably falls underneath the medical, the medical realm of things. Yeah. I wonder if a mental health professional is a first responder. I know they have first responder and mental health people that a show up. A lot of up. them are just doing virtual now, but. Yeah. Even your doctors are doing virtual. Oh no, you can't come into the office, but I know. we'll do a virtual consult with you. I know. Yeah. Um, David said, and hey guys, welcome home. Thank you. Um, Kaylani said, I have bonked when he does this and he tries to attack my feet next, LOL. I also have bonked him for kennel howling and he tries to attack the kennel. Sassy little pain. So you're underwhelming your dog. So you're underwhelming the dog. So yeah. So you're probably not bonking hard enough and you might need to get two bonkers. You bonk and then you bonk again. Next. Mel. Hey guys, it's Mel. The girl who fed the dog who wouldn't get out of the car. The chicken. You guys won't let me live it down. I was trying the high value reward system. Ha <laughs> ha. And Joelle, I just joined your Patreon. Don't hold that against me. <laughs> no judgment. That was like the greatest video of all time, though. Which one? That was the OG. That was a push pull? Yes. I oh. want you to cut up some chicken and steak into little tiny we just pieces. Put, we just put that up. And then I'm coming over. Yeah, because it was a memory. It was a memory. 
the toothpicks. It was like when we first started editing videos from the podcast. Yeah. Even the lighting was different. That shit was funny. Yeah. Well, that was at Julie's house. Was it? Yeah. It's on the road. Next. Um, Kaylani said, for my business, can you recommend a good website creator page? I need a website and just don't know where to start. Yeah, go to Squarespace. Go to Squarespace. And we have a small social media company. If you need help, we can help you. We can help you with the website. We can help you with all your videos, editing. Help you with your, your photo editing. So we can help you on that too. Go to, which website should they go to for that? JG Media Services. JG Media, JG Media Services. I was just trying to think if there's a link on our main page. I don't think so. Mm. Um, David Smith, LOL, Joel, Ron Burgundy. Love it. What are you talking about, Ron Burgundy? What's that? It's a it's a, a movie with Will Ferrell, but like, what did I do that was Ron Burgundy? Was there a farting joke in it? Maybe. A wafting joke? A farting joke? It's been a long time. Anchorman? It's been a long time since mm. I've seen that movie. Um, Emma, how to stop puppy from eating sticks when outside? Um... Never let your dog outside, number one, or you can get a remote collar, and when the dog goes to eat a stick, make it suck. Oh, David said, read my typo. I read your typo? Oh, yeah, so. yeah, you did. Oh. Um, I do that all the time. If you guys type it, I read it most <laughs> likely. Sometimes you don't. If it's like something stupid, I won't, but. Okay, Lonnie said, perfect, thanks, love you guys, so helpful. You're welcome. Melissa posted the link to our website, jgmediaservices.com. Thank you. Uh, da Barbie. Tips on how you get how to get my female pit bull to bond with my baby. He's four months, starting to pay more attention to her, and I feel as if she's not interested. I just don't want either of them to be uncomfortable. She's never attacked a human, but she does have dog issues. So, Da Barbie, listen to the dog. Let me give you a piece of advice. Your dog is telling you it's not interested. Let's leave it at that. Please, 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 please. I beg you. Do not try to get your dog to like your baby. That does not mean your dog will hate your baby. But you're doing that for you. To Barbie, you're doing it for you. You want, in fact, you even said that. Right? So, and you now you also answered your own question. I just don't want either of them to be uncomfortable. Well, one of them already is uncomfortable. And is telling you the dog is uncomfortable. So, leave it alone. Let things evolve. And advocate. Advocate, yeah. Please let things evolve. And then all of a sudden... At four months old, so there's no crawling yet. So when the when the baby starts crawling, I would encourage that baby not to crawl towards the dog, because the dog obviously is uncomfortable. It's not cute. Forget about the Instagram photo. I don't want to end up with a hurt child and a dead dog, and that is what is going to happen. And I'm not saying this to give you a hard time. I'm not saying this to make you feel bad. I'm saying this because. I get the fucking phone calls and nobody, unfortunately, it's very hard to rehome a dog, but rehome a 
child, a baby biting dog is very hard. Next. Um, that's it right now. 7.56. So now is probably a good time to say goodbye. Sure. So I'll see everybody. What day of the week today is? Friday. Today is Friday. We'll be out on Monday. Doesn't feel like Friday. I have no idea what day it is anymore. Nope. So, Angelo, you ready for bed? Do you want to say goodbye to YouTube? Yep. What? Do you want to say goodbye to YouTube at all? Do you want to read Jessica's? Sure. Jessica, hi, Jeff and Joelle. You, your advice are really helpful. Thank you. How can, what can I do to help my dog stop eating things? Anything from the ground when walking? Um, a remote collar. No, and then correct. No, and then correct. Here's Angelo. Angelo, this is YouTube and hey. Facebook and Twitch. You want to say anything? Bye. Okay. Go get brush your teeth. All Watch right. Out for Wes. Yeah, be careful. All right. All right. Good night.